Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Oh, feels like it's been longer than a week since I did this. Did I remember to do one Monday? I think I did. Yeah. Right? God. I don't even remember anymore. Not a lot of news in the uh, podcast front. Um, We will be bringing you a new podcast, but that's not slated till July. So you've got something to look forward to in a couple weeks. Um, I've got so many podcasts that we produce now, it's gotten to a point where I can barely listen to the podcasts that I enjoyed listening to before I started making podcasts. So, I was inspired by podcasts to make podcasts, and now I've got so many podcasts that I help produce that I can't listen to the podcast that inspired me to make podcasts. So that's a unique issue. It may get to the point where I need to not listen to every single podcast we produce in order to, you know, listen to the shows that got me into podcasting in general. Uh, First world problems, right? I had one of those experiences where your brain just stops Yesterday, I needed gas. I'd forgotten to get it the day before, so I needed gas. And I got to the pump, went to put my card in the pump, opened my wallet, and my debit card is nowhere to be seen. And your brain's not prepared for something that when you look in a place, it's absolutely always there every time, and then it's not. I stood at the gas pump staring at my wallet for probably a full minute. Just brain looping like, what, 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 what? So, um, obviously I called and canceled my card since I had no inkling of where my card could possibly be. So, obviously, it's you know, with someone, some deviant has found a way to steal only the one card from my wallet. I, of course, find it later. I found it early this morning. Um, turns out I... I owed a friend $6 that I bought him a cigar in lieu of the uh, $6, which I knew he would get more enjoyment out of than $6, and... I dropped my card in the parking lot there, and I had, like, kind of a brain flash as I drove by the place I bought it, and I was like, that's the last place I used it, maybe it's there, and lo and behold, it was. So, on my way home, I have to swing by the bank and reactivate my card. So, we're going to have a little experiment, the first time in Jeff in Motion, where I'm actually going to pause the recorder and hopefully be able to pick up where I left off. 
otherwise, uh, I'm not sure what, what I'll do, but we'll see. Because, frankly, I don't know how long the process will take, and you guys don't need to hear my bank account information. I share a lot on this show. I'm not going to share that. I had a, uh, in- stroke of inspiration the other day as to a topic to talk about, and, um, topic I could talk about almost infinitely, so we're going to talk about my first job, and I don't mean mowing the lawn for my dad. Yes, I got paid, but that's not a real job. That's a job I could decide not to do and still have a job there for me later. I'm talking about a real job where you have to... Pardon me, folks talking about a real job where you have to like be responsible and there's potential for you to get fired and there are other people relying on you that aren't your family the very first job I got was at Dunkin Donuts and a good friend of mine worked there and one of the managers was a cousin of mine a second cousin I believe um, which I did not know until I had been working there a few weeks um So, it's no wonder I got hired with, you know, zero work experience. Not that, uh, you know, fast food joints don't hire people with no work experience, but... I later found out that I actually started at a quarter above minimum wage, which is pretty impressive, and, like, no one else did. That was, uh... Strictly, excuse me again, because my cousin was manager. Dunkin' Donuts. It's gotten to a point where the uh, bad memories are fading and the good memories are still there, but it was a fast food job. Granted, it was nothing like, uh, say, your Wendy's, your McDonald's, or even your Sheets, because most of the food I prepared was really already prepared. I just put it in a bag. Um, Like, the most complicated food we built were the breakfast sandwiches, which, you know, slice the bread product, put the preheated uh, stuff in the thing, bada-boom, you're good. When I started, Dunkin' Donuts was microwaving their egg and meat and cheese. Um... So that was the process. Uh, after I was there for five or, or six or seven years, I quit twice, and came back, and they took me back. Like, it, so it, it, I, I don't really remember exactly how long I worked there. I think I started in two thousand two, if that helps. Which I don't really remember when I stopped, so that won't really help. But anyway. And then after Dunkin' Donuts kind of went through an uh, uh, image shift and they wanted to uh, not microwave their food anymore, so they got the, like, crazy oven things This the, that you'll see them. It's how they toast the buns at Subway. Um, it's essentially the same thing. And I, I mean, this was back when I ate meat. 
So I can guarantee you that the sandwich quality was improved significantly by cooking them in these ovens um, for having eaten so many breakfast sandwiches. And the beautiful, beautiful part about working at Dunkin' Donuts, at least the Dunkin' Donuts that were in my area, is anything you ate on the job was free. Oh, man. So, I mean, you only got 15 minutes for a meal, for a break, but you could eat anything there. And I used to make just, like, man, diabetes sandwiches. Like, four sausage patties, six strips of bacon, four slices of cheese. Just fucking insane sandwiches that were... I mean, I couldn't eat them now. Like, I had, like, a 16-year-old metabolism, so I could fucking put away these just grease sandwiches and then bounce back from it like nothing. 26-year-old Jeff cannot do that. Um, I had a bowl of ice cream for breakfast on cheat day that almost put me in a freaking coma. Like, I had... And we got this Turkey Hill natural ice cream which has like six ingredients because we're hippies and we are avoiding like corn syrup and like things that don't like chemical sounding ingredients so like this this ice cream's got like sugar milk um some other things <laughs> like but it's like the ingredients are you know just raw ingredients and it's so rich and delicious it's nuts. It is like it. It leaves any like I'm not lactose intolerant, but that shit wrecks me. And it was it wasn't Father's Day. It was the day before, but we were celebrating Father's Day early. And so I had a bowl of that, and I stirred in like three servings of dark chocolate covered pretzels, Gertrude Hawk smidgens. It was like a thousand calorie bowl of ice cream for breakfast and like on my non-cheat days I have like 1500 calories so it was two thirds of my daily calorie budget for a non-cheat day in a bowl and I ate it and I got stomach cramps like I've never experienced before like literally sitting on the toilet doubled over in pain um, not just being on the toilet because I hope the fucking poison leaves me somehow. I didn't have to go, but like I'm just and doing the like, hey, hey, oh, like in so much pain that as a fucking adult I was like making pain noises like no, ah! <laughs> and um. It sucked so much. And it was to the point that the pain got so much that I couldn't sit on the toilet anymore. So I was just in the fetal position on the floor. Just... Eh, eh, like, in so much pain. And... Yeah. So... I'm not a 16-year-old anymore. I can't fucking eat like that, apparently. Holy shit. It was one of the worst things ever. I mean, granted, that bowl of ice cream was fucking awesome. And so awesome, in fact, that 
I might have temporary amnesia and eat that for breakfast again tomorrow. Um, we'll see. And then I can report on Monday if I have the same reaction. I mean, it's science. You've got to see. Maybe it was completely unrelated that I had a thousand calories of ice cream and smidgens in a bowl for in like in like a two minute period because I don't moderate anything when it comes to fucking snack food. I just and um <laughs> oh god I hope that doesn't happen again. But yeah eating a Dunkin' Donuts you could I could easily eat a dozen donuts in a day. Like the like no, easily and, I mean, I was there for so long that it got to the point where I couldn't eat like that anymore. But, man. And back back in my day, when I started at Dunkin' Donuts, a small coffee was 85 cents. And, so, if that's anything, if that's a point of reference for you guys, there you go. And fucking a and a medium coffee was a dollar ten, dollar ten. And what you may not know is the primary customer of Dunkin' Donuts is one million year old people. Like that was our primary clientele was ancient, ancient people. And they had their dollar ten, and they'd come up. They'd say, you know, made a black coffee. And I put it, and they would just, without saying a word, just have a dollar ten sitting on the counter, and take their coffee and leave. When that price went up, because when the price the prices went up shortly after I started, but it was like the first time in like five years or something that Dunkin' Donuts had raised their prices. Uh, maybe even long, I want to say ten, but that seems too long. So, the old people would go fucking crazy. It was the worst couple weeks that they'd put it. They'd put their chains down and like reach for the coffee. I'd be like, ah, uh-uh, uh, the prices went up. You're gonna need to pay more. And holy shit, I, I, I got the fucking icy stare of death from so many like centennials that it it was I mean and old people are awful that's also when I lost the delusion that old people are nice and cool because you grow up and all the old people you know are the best because it's only your grandparents and it turns out that your grandparents are just really awesome to you and that old people in general are the fucking worst. I have never come across a more self-important, entitled, just nasty motherfuckers than our current batch of old people. Man, and that is held true in every job I went to. Like, you would get your... And but the thing was, you'd find nice old people, but they would then become your absolute favorite customer ever because, like, in the six years I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, maybe, maybe five of the old people I came across were nice. Like, then there was a bunch of like 
okay ones, and then the majority of them were just the fucking worst. And I mean, this was before I had all my piercings and tattoos and shit. Like, I was just a fucking guy. Like, white, blonde hair, blue-eyed guy, and they still were just the nastiest, meanest. Like, I I would understand if they were fucking, like, racist and I was, like, not a fucking Aryan kid. But no, like, just being a kid was enough to get you on these old people's bad side. Like, God damn, they were the worst people on the planet. Holy shit, like, and if you didn't, I mean, and they'd walk up there, just fucking speaking old people-ease, and if you ask them to, re, to like, repeat what they said, they'd be like, I said that, so you're like, well, fuck, all right, I'm gonna guess, and then you bring them something that's pretty close to what they ordered, and they're like, this isn't what I ordered, there, what are you doing over there, you're thinking you fry your counter, and you're just like, son of a bitch, give me a break, I am making barely above minimum wage, you have to interact with me for like, two minutes, are God damn it! Recognize that you need to enunciate, motherfucker! Holy shit! And, I mean, granted, for every awful customer, there were the ones that were the regulars that you'd like memorize their order, and there was this one just beautiful old lady. She was so kind and nice, and just very tiny, and we had remodeled and uh, so there was like an L bend in the employee area so we had one of those like bus windows where you could see around the corner and she came in and got the same exact thing every time so it got to the point where I would see her because she was very distinct like and I would see her in the bus window the round window and I would just come around the corner with her drinks, having not spoke to her at all, and she'd be like, oh my gosh, how do you do that? Like, this old woman thought I was a fucking coffee magician and just could sense her presence in the building. And I, I never told her different. Like, it was, I, you know, there were moments like that that made me love it. Goddamn, people were the worst. And like, the most consistently awful kind of customer we got, though, was, I have to say, 30 to 40-year-old women. Holy shit. Like, old people were pretty consistently nasty, but goddamn. Like, they were... That was also a pretty nice demographic, but... The worst, the absolute worst customers were the fucking, just really, I don't have time to even give you the time of day, get my fucking order right, again, entitled, self-important cunts that would go through primarily drive through 
it was very rare that this particular kind of person would come through and like they wouldn't look at you like they would order their coffee they almost always had gigantic sunglasses on and they just looked straight forward would be like chewing gum talking on the cell phone and like this would also describe a sorority girl but like sorority girls did fit this a lot but I often it was the older like the I used to have run of a sorority and now I'm a soccer mom and it just has made me a miserable cunt to the rest of the world they you know looking forward chewing gum talking on the cell phone just hands the money out no like cause motherfucker even if I was having the worst day I was I was selling it like a motherfucker I'd be like here's your food I'm a little bubbly you know employee because got, we fucking ran we got tips there and if I wasn't super bubbly god damn it I didn't make shit so I sold it and I'd be like here's your food thank you very much for coming to Dunkin' Donuts and just this mad this fucking this fucking massive this cunt with arms and legs just god damn it oh and like you'd be like have a nice day and they'd be like eh. like that would be the most you would get out of them just like an eh, eh. and that would oh and you're lucky if they didn't fucking throw the money in the window man they're just the worst the fucking worst and it got to the point where I knew they wouldn't listen to a word I would say so I would just say nonsense words to them instead of like thank you come again I would be like banana and hopefully maybe that fucking would rock through their skull so like they're pulling out into the street and be like did that guy just say banana like oh my god I didn't even finish my fucking idea about food. As I got there, I became a I became a shift leader, which this has become a a trend in jobs I have where I'm given a title that is absolutely meaningless except for the fact that you have more responsibilities. Um shift leader at Dunkin Donuts, I believe it was also called shift leader at Best Buy. Um just where they'd be like, okay, you get in trouble if other people don't do your job, but you also get paid exactly the same and have no actual, like, jurisdiction over the people who you get in trouble if they don't do their job. Like, and of course at the time I was like, oh, shift leader, yes, yeah, awesome, I'll be a shift leader. A little, and it... No, it was bad news, man. Like, I I don't know if I could have declined it. But this is when I had moved to second shift. Um, and I mean, fucking Dunkin' Donuts. You used, your day used to start at 5 a.m. sometimes. And I tell you what, there's nothing more miserable than a cranky old person at 5 a.m. Uh, needing coffee. It's, it's not a great shift for having pleasant interactions with people. But th- I became shift leader of second shift and fucking A, awesome. And But this also meant that I got the responsibility of cooking bagels, muffins, 
and like if there was a third thing often it was only bagels and muffins but sometimes uh, there would be like cookies and where when they had like the massive like dinner plate sized cookies which the oven never cooked right like or and no other fucking employee cooked right and I would cook it so that the middle of the cookie was cooked because most people cook them so it was fucking dough which is you're selling an undercooked product and that's not cool but they'd be like but the outside gets too crispy I'd be like you eat fucking cookies with milk or coffee like it's fine it's fine this is a dunkable item you dunk it this is this is dunkin fucking donuts motherfucker you dunk your goddamn cookie in your drink it's fine that the outsides are a little crispy and I mean they weren't burnt or anything sons of bitches but getting to bake the bagels and whatnot was awesome and they were all like they were frozen dough that you'd put in this massive oven that also steamed them it was pretty cool but that also meant that I would get to make a special custom Franken bagel which I would take an onion bagel I would take the salt from the salt bagels and then the everything spread from the everything bagels put both of that on there and then melt a slice of cheese over from the uh, just a slice of cheddar cheese over it from the low carb bagels which was a thing that they had these special low carb bagels but for whatever reason they melted cheese over it because yes cheese isn't low in carbs but anyway so and then I could I take that bagel out and then I'd slice it and toast it right away so it was still like soft and then I'd put like three sausage patties and some bacon in it and motherfucker that was just some of the most delicious shit ever and god damn it like and I can attest that I've worked at one two three different Dunkin Donuts in our area and I do not have a single horror story about like an employee spitting in a drink or dropping food and then giving it to a customer. Not one. Out of like six to seven years in three different stores, not one do I have a horror story like that. So that like, I trust Dunkin' Donuts in my area. I can't speak for like other, I can't speak for other Dunkin' Donuts. And like, I know that the one in particular that I started at, that is where they made the donuts. A lot of Dunkin' Donuts they have kind of like there's a, a a mother a mothership Dunkin Donuts where they bake all the donuts there and then they ship them out to the local stores so often a Dunkin Donut has been shipped from somewhere but at the store I worked at it was right there I could walk in the back and I could pick a fucking donut off the the cooling rack and motherfucker, were they so good when they're like warm out of the fryer? Son of a bitch! I don't. I like whatever. Krispy Kreme snobs. Can, I'm gonna be a Dunkin' Donuts guy for the rest of my damn life. You've never had a Dunkin' Donut, or you've never had a donut like a Dunkin' Donut right out of the fry, like right when they're just barely cool enough to eat. Son of a bitch! 
as good as any old Krispy Kreme any day. I'm so scatterbrained right now, but I don't even care. And... (laughs) Uh... Yeah. Oh, also, kind of little fun fact for Dunkin' Donuts is a donut is never older than six hours if this Dunkin' Donuts is doing their job right. A bagel is never older than eight hours... And a muffin is never older than... It used to be 14 when I started, but they bumped it down to 8 then later. And, yes, it's... And, like, if the donuts hit that age, they are thrown away. And I know that's a tragedy. The fact that they throw away food. But they're, like... There's so many liability laws that if they were to donate it and, like, like someone got sick, they could be sued... And, like, the legal system is not... And, like, charities won't take non-sealed food donations. So there's just... Like, the way the law is set up, their only option is to throw it out. So they do, and it was sad. And, I mean, granted, for a while they'd let Dunkin' Donuts employees take home any of the throwaway food, but then this one fucking bitch who I worked with, would take down, would take like 12 dozen donuts home every night and then her husband would sell them. And then we weren't allowed to take home food from throwaways anymore. And God damn that bitch. Ruining it for everyone. But like, I used to take like six dozen bagels home and just take them to the local fraternity. Like... I had a couple friends in the music frat, and they weren't super douchebaggy like frat guys usually are, because, I mean, it was the music frat. So, like, I fucking hooked those motherfuckers up. Just dozens upon dozens of croissants, bagels, donuts. I'd be like, here, you know, take from the rich, give to the poor, that kind of thing. And, man, they loved me for that. And, man, did they hook me up with weed. But that's for another podcast. Um, someday I'll go over my fall, my rise and decline in the world of pot smoking. Anyway. And, man, guys, like, I'm not even sure where I was anymore. I know there are some points I wanted to hit pretty specifically. I'm almost to the bank. So I'm not too worried. I don't want to get into a big story. Oh, yes! Fuck. All right. That's a big part of it. Um, since Since my trip to the bank will take no time for you to hear, um, I'll tease this now. Um... It is incredible that I didn't get fired. Because for like the first four years of the six years I worked there, I gave away probably, probably six grand of free food. Like I never stole from the store. I never did anything like that. But like they didn't take inventory. 
So I could just, if a friend came in, I'd be like, here, there you go. Like, man, I remember a friend of mine coming in and getting like five dozen donuts to take to like a, an event or school or something. Like he wasn't even paying for it. He was being reimbursed for it. And I leaned across the counter, put my finger to his lips, and I said, shh, 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 shh. just go. Just go. And le- just let him walk out with like six dozen donuts. Didn't pay a cent. And like, we had idiots that tried the same thing and got fired because they would ring people up and then just hit enter as though they had paid. Uh, uh, duh. No, that is stealing money from the company. I am just giving people donuts that probably, statistically, would be thrown away anyway. So, I mean, I justified it that way. And also I was like, I could easily take this amount of food home later for free. So, eh, why not? And it got to a point where, like, fucking A, I, like, I got my job at the movie theater because I used to take the movie theater Dunkin' Donuts all the time. And, uh, like, man, the fucking guy who just shows up with a dozen donuts frequently is everybody's best friend. I tell you what, even if people don't eat the donuts, they appreciate the gesture. Alright, I'm going to stop into the bank. Here's hoping I don't lose the uh, other half of this recording. Alrighty. I'm back. They wouldn't reactivate my card because I found it at a store and somebody at the store might have wrote down the number. It makes sense. But now I'm out of a fucking debit card for two weeks and what the fuck am I supposed to do with myself? God. I've got literally no idea how I'm going to get gas. Well, that's a complete lie because I've got an idea. So literally is not the right word to use. It's uh, either use cash or my wife's card, which goes to the same account. Son of a bitch. Well, where was I? Checking that we're recording. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, people who were... St- fucking idiots about giving free food away at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it was... I mean, if you've watched Arrested Development, where <laughs> maybe is taking bananas from the banana stand and she'll ring a banana up, take two, throw one away, and then eat the other. And thinking that that somehow makes it so that they won't show up, that is pretty similar to the logic that some of my fellow employees were following. They would ring up the complete order of the fucking... They'd ring up the complete order of the people they were giving a, they were giving their food to for free. Hit enter as though they gave them cash and then just give them their food without taking anything. Just literally stealing money from the company that way. Um, because you're making them show, like, less money than was supposed to be there. And, like, Dunkin' Donuts, 
they didn't, like, each person wasn't locked to a register, so anyone could use any register, so there was no way of being positive whose fault it was. So, ugh. I mean, come on, people. Like, and I didn't give everybody I knew free food, but I'd often, like, forget to charge them, there were air quotes there, for certain items and things like that. Like, I'd hook, I'd hook motherfuckers up. Man. There was... There was interesting because there are fucking regulars at Dunkin' Donuts. Like, we'd have regulars at the movie theater and other places, but, like, nothing like we had at Dunkin' Donuts. There, there were people who were there every single day at the same time and got the same thing. It, um, and, like, they got to know all of the employees. A lot of them were cool. Some of them weren't. Some of them were miserable old people. But there was an interesting phenomenon. Since I was one of the very few male Dunkin' Donuts employees that were employed in the front of the store... I often had a very different perspective of some people. There were some regulars that my female co-workers hated. And I never knew why until one day I was like, why don't, why don't you like that guy? And they're like, oh, he is super creepy towards girls. Like, really, really too much, like, hitting on and hand touching and things like that. I was like, oh, holy shit. I didn't even think about that. Like... I was just a dude to him, so he didn't do any of the fucking terrifying, creepy stuff to me. So it was very, it was very eye-opening as to, you know, kind of the the world of being a woman in the service industry, being the only guy there and just watching it all go down. But that also meant that as I got older, when I was like a nineteen-year-old hanging out with a bunch of, like, 16-year-old girls, the the gap started to get, like, when I was a 16-year-old guy hanging out with a bunch of 16-year-old girls, whatever, we all, we chatted about school and things like that. So I got out of high school, and my, like, reference points started to shift. It became a bit of a chore. And there were two kinds of employees at Dug Donuts. Summer workers and lifers. And I was a lifer. Um, I was there forever compared to your average employee. Because, like, we'd get people that would work for a couple months to maybe a year, and that was about it. And um, they often didn't give a fuck. And, like, granted, I've never, I don't really, didn't really give a fuck about the company but I definitely gave a fuck about how I was perceived as a worker. Um, So I worked hard, and I can't honestly say I've ever slacked at a job that I work at. Like, granted, if there was an opportunity to get paid to do nothing, like, say, everything else is done, I am going to take that in, in a fucking blink of an eye. If there is nothing that I can see that needs done... I'm good, and I, and granted, that's not, I will also be like, hey, I'm all cut up on stuff, 
do you want me to do anything? If the manager is like, nah, I got nothing right now, I'd be like, fuck yeah. And I'd just go stand and get paid to stand and do nothing. Because there are people who'd be like, I can't, I can't stand when we're slow. I can't stand when we're slow. And I'd just be like, dude, 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 bro, chick bro, girl, lady friend, dude, chill out. You were getting paid money to do jack shit. You don't get to, like, one, this isn't ever going to be a thing that happens in the future. How little did I know that office jobs, half of them is beginning paid to do jack shit. Two, come on, this doesn't happen that often. Just enjoy it. Let it happen. Just, you know, stand here, drink fucking fountain soda and till our eyes bleed and eat donuts until we get, let's give ourselves type 2 diabetes right here. And it was, it was awesome that like the slow times were like when you would start to experiment with how much bacon you could eat and things like that. And I do remember uh, when I started, I worked with my best friend from high school um, and there was one slow day that he and I went shot for shot with espresso shots, we lined up 12 shots of espresso and each of us did six. And man, do I pity the other people that worked with us because we were fucking wired. It was the best time. Oh, God. If <laughs> there, it gets to a point where you step like, Cool people don't stay there long because they go on to have, like, real jobs. And your options are become a fucking for real lifer and be a manager and only work at Dunkin' Donuts or leave. And, like, none of the managers were, like, we had cool managers, but a lot of them just were miserable because they are working at Dunkin' Donuts for a living. And, like, they made decent money, but they, you know, they worked at Dunkin' Donuts. So, I had to get out of there, because, I mean, granted, it got to the point where I had no friends left at Dunkin' Donuts. I was just fucking clock in, do your time, clock out, and that's no fun. But, man, when I was just, a, when you're just a fucking kid working at Dunkin' Donuts, it's the best. And I, I highly recommend it as a first job. It's a great first job. And, like, because it's not hard. Making coffee isn't hard. Um, and I've talked to people about, like, I don't understand why Dunkin' Donuts coffee is so good. It's so good. And my response is always, well, it's fresh ground. They grind it that day, and then they brew it, and then it's never older than, like, it used to be never older than 45 minutes when we had them in the glass uh, carafes. And then we got to these big, like, thermos motherfucker things. And uh, those would keep for four hours and maintain fresh. So it's like, you're getting fresh coffee. I also worked at Sheets for three mo- three weeks. And if you're getting coffee at Sheets, there's no guarantee that that isn't an all-day old. And just been sitting on that heater all day. No guarantee. Dunkin' Donuts, you are getting fresh coffee, fresh food. It's... That's it. Like, the only frozen stuff 
like were the meat for the sandwiches and the eggs for the sandwiches, which was then reheated, and that really the quality of that significantly improved when they changed how they cooked it. They no longer microwave it, and it just man, it's so. I, I'm very proud of the quality of the food of the Dunkin' Donuts I worked for. Um, yeah, and like I've like I've heard people who worked at other fast food restaurants and had horror stories and whatnot. Dunkin' Donuts wasn't that way. Like the closest thing we had to like a fucking food outbreak was the the company that provided our peanut butter, Peter Pan, had that giant E. coli outbreak. So we just, did, we immediately dropped carrying peanut butter for a while, a couple, like six months, until uh, Dunkin' Donut Corporate decided which, because they fucking dropped Peter Pan like it was hot. It was just like, you're done, we're done. And then they eventually, like after six months of not having them, uh, we got peanut butter back. And, um, and it was great. Oh, fuck. I forgot I was going to mention dumb, like, dumb customers. And, oh, shit, there's just so much to talk about about fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Um, I, I definitely helped kill people there. I'll clarify. There, these people would come in, and I mean, I know that I am not skinny as a rail, but these were like, just, I'll use one family in particular. All of them were, like, head-turningly fat. Just like, oh, wow. And, like, they, they had two kids that I honestly had no, they could have been, like, 14 and massively fat. Or, like, 18. Because they, they just had giant baby faces and they were the same size as their parents. And those people would come in, and they would get a dozen donuts each, and they would eat them in the restaurant. They were going out to eat, and that they didn't only get donuts. They would also get, like, muffins and cookies and, like, smoothies and, like, breakfast sandwiches, and they would sit down and, like, I put those fucking people in their grave. I helped murder them slowly via donuts and like I wish I had like bartender powers to be like I'm sorry I am sorry but you have had enough donuts for now and I'm going to have to ask you to leave you are visibly fat from donuts you need to leave and, like, I would give... There was this one guy who had, like, four teeth. And I, he would get extra, 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 extra sugar. And I, you know, I I felt like I was slowly pulling his teeth out one by one as I would scoop that sugar in there. Like, an extra large cup with, like, two cups of sugar. Like, measuring cups of sugar in it. It was... I'm a sugar freak. And that was too much sugar for me. And, like, we'd get people... I remember very specifically two women coming through Dunkin' Donuts drive through, And they were... I saw a lot of people that 
drove a van because that's the only kind of car they fit in right and this was the case these two these two black women who were just both massive they ordered two dozen donuts and each of them ordered donut by donut so they was very they they knew exactly what they wanted when they came through each of them had a bucket of KFC in their lap the sheer absurdity of it. The sheer... Like, I promise on my fucking daughter's life this actually happened. It's not some bad racist joke. That happened. And, like, it it took everything I had in me not to bust up laughing on the spot from the sheer just... Is this real life? Am, am I actually witnessing this? And like, we, I, I have heard every possible mispronunciation of the word croissant. Like, and like, okay, I have a croissant. I have a croissant. I have a croissant. I have a crescent. I have a croissant. I have a croissant. And then, then you get the person who. Like, I don't know, took like a night course and learned how to say it like like a European would. And you'd get like, yeah, I'd like a sandwich with a sausage, egg, and cheese on croissant. Like, out of fucking nowhere. Like, every other word was fucking grating and like an awful accent. But like, the, just the word croissant would just flow from their lips. And I'd be like, what? It was so weird! And fuck... People cannot pronounce Bavarian. No R. There is no R in the word Bavarian. Okay, there is. There is one R in the word Bavarian. It's not Barvarian. It's not Bavarian. It's not like Barvenin. It's Bavarian Cream. Also, it's cream, not creamy. God, I could go on forever and I'm almost home. Oh my God. I know I told the Algerian donut story on Popular Outcast, but I'll just re- redo it because it's one of my favorite mispronunciation stories. The guy is, yeah, I'll have some of them Algerian donuts. And I'm like, what? And I turn around and he is pointing at the peanut butter cup donuts. And they, next to them there is a sign that says, Allergen Alert contains peanuts. And I just, my heart sank. And I just didn't have it in me to correct him. I was like, okay. Okay. I'll get you an Algerian donut. And my last, oh, so many stories. My last donut story is a woman's like, can I have that donut? And she's pointing at it. Which is, there's like 40 kinds of donuts. Can I have that, that donut? I'm like, what? That one down there. Right there. Down, down, and at this point I'm like pointing, and she's guiding my finger, I'm, I'm there, there. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look at the donut she's, she's guided me to, and I look back at her and I go, jelly? She's like, yeah. I don't know if she couldn't read the word jelly, I don't, I, uh, I've run out of time. Holy shit. Time to take my picture. Yeah, you just listen to me take my picture. Oh, man, I need to shave. You'll all be able to see that.
Enjoy your weekend, guys. I'll talk to you Monday.